Thanks for joining us on Sample Radio, Zach Milbank here, and with me today, well, I absolutely love this when we have another member inducted into the Sample 200 Club, and in round three, it will be South Adelaide stalwart Bradley Crabb. Uh, Brad, congratulations, it's a massive honour for you. Thank you for having me on, Zach. Yeah, it's a pretty big achievement, I guess, so, and not too many from south have done it, or, or even Kangaroo Island, so it's, yeah, should be an exciting weekend. Obviously, taking on the Tigers at ACH Group Stadium at the Bay on Saturday. We'll chat a bit about that uh, later on in the interview. But um, to touch, to start on, uh, you touched on it there about uh, the Kangaroo Island history. I thought we'd start there, and um, you're a very proud Islander, and uh, so you should be too, because it's a very special place, and not many uh, sort of make the trek and come up to the big smoke and follow their footy because it is a, it is a bit of a jump to the mainland for people on the island but um, you've done it with great success. Yes, no, it uh, hasn't been the easiest, uh, easiest time really, especially early on when you're having to come up every weekend, you sort of catch the boat on a Friday night and you don't get back till Sunday but mm. no, it's, it's been good once I moved up here, definitely made things a lot easier and yeah. Um, yeah, been able to stick at it. So tell us about that commute. How long were you doing it for, and what age were you when it all started for you, Brad? Uh, pretty much through the under-15 carnivals, when that um, sort of the country carnival, um, it was Smart Play Cup back then, and yeah, sort of come up on Sundays for the training down at Victor, mm-hmm. and then yeah, got picked in that, and from that sort of came up and started on the under-17s. Where, yeah, you'd come up on a Friday night, catch the boat up, leave, leave about 5 o'clock on a Friday night, and you don't get up in Adelaide till about 10 o'clock. The old man used to pick me up, so yeah, yeah, it wasn't the, uh, the easiest journey, but yeah, sort of started back then when mm. there was the old under 17s and 19s days, and then yeah. once I finished year 12, and then, um, yeah, come up to Adelaide to live and finish my last year of under 19s while living in Adelaide, which was good. And for the listeners' benefit, we should also uh, detail that it's not just the boat ride that was a um, huge uh, thing for you to overcome, but um, from where you are on the island, uh, the Western Districts Football Club is right on the far west, right up the far west end, and uh, obviously the island's 155 kilometres in length, so uh, it's a good solid what two-hour drive from Western Districts to uh, where the boat leaves at Penishore, isn't it, Crabby? Yeah, definitely. So yeah, so it's always finish school on a Friday and then have to make the drive down there. So, yeah, it wasn't the uh, most enjoyable part of it, but, yeah, all worth it now. Yeah, most definitely. And um, we touched on it. Western Districts are very dear to your heart. You played in an A-grade premiership with them at just uh, the age of 16. And, um, yeah, no doubt uh, you really have special memories from that, Dad. Yeah, definitely. It was pretty raw back then, and I probably thought it would be a lot easier to to win the grand finals when uh, you're at 16 and you win an A-grade one. But, yeah, no, it was definitely a, a good time. And then it wasn't long after that, I moved to Adelaide. And then, yeah, haven't played for them since, so. Mm. Will you go back one day, do you think? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know what what I'll do. It's, yeah. They've got their 50-year reunion next year, so they're sort of okay. dangling the carrot out a bit to head there and, and play over there. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure what I'll do yet. I'll... Obviously, a lot of my mates have moved on from, from the island, so I'm not sure if I'll head back or yeah. I guess it depends what the wife will say as well. Yeah, and uh, you've, um, I understand they've uh, sent you across a, a 
uh, Wonks Guernsey. They're affectionately known as the Wonks um, to, as a bit of an enticement, I guess. And I uh, uh, understand you're doing a great thing for the club in sponsoring them as well through your um, plumbing, own personal plumbing business. Yeah, um, yeah. after 2017, they won the flag and I've seen a drawing over the Guernseys and uh, ripping them all up and putting them above the bar. So I said to the president, I said, if you need need someone to sponsor the Guernseys the next year, let us know. And yeah, they gave me a call. So I thought I'd um, put a bit of money in and help them out. And then, yeah, they sent up a Guernsey for that too. So it's good to, good to have a Guernsey now. Yeah, fantastic. And uh, while we're on the topic of Guernseys, um, I understand you've got a pretty, uh, uh, or a deep collection of South Adelaide Guernseys over the journey. Obviously, you made your debut all the way back in 2007. So you've been playing uh, at Norlunga for quite some time. Uh, just for the listeners' benefit, how many have you got, Crabby, and what are some of the um, different designs in your collection? Yeah, I've got, uh, uh, we moved house just recently, so I sort of can them all up and put them on the bed, and that's 17 so far, so um, yeah, it's a collection, and it's some of them are from the old Foxville Cup days, where we got to travel over to Melbourne twice, um, under Ron Fuller, and, and there's sort of heritage rounds, and um, indigenous rounds, and few ones like that so it's yeah it's good good little collection there's there's no wooden ones i'm not that old so it's <laughs> no uh no not quite that old age probably, but that's your right body's still going okay um so you uh, touched on it there 2007 was your debut year and um you managed to um get a game pretty early in your career, I guess, as a senior player at South Adelaide, so you must have been wrapped to, to have a crack at pretty early on. Yeah, it's pretty, it's a bit of a weird time. We, um, I still probably played two, two and a half years of, of reserves, 40, sort of 50 odd games of reserves, so it took a bit of time to still get into the league, but um, yeah, we sort of had a bit of a change with Robert Pyman leaving, and um, David Cameron came in, and yeah, so got a game against Centrals out at um, out there on a night game, a Saturday night game, Elizabeth. So that was something a bit different. I had the Gowans boys running around and abusing me and stuff like that. But it, yeah, no, it was definitely uh, memorable. And I think the week before, Havelberg kicked 14. probably 14 against against uh, Norwood. So I wasn't, I was a bit nervous. But yeah, no, it was a good experience. So you were given his job, given the job of quelling him, and how did you go? Well, I think he only kicked two that day, so he doesn't even kick 14, so I was pretty happy. And the record book here in Sample House says you got sixth best as well, so you must have impressed the coaching staff. No, that's not too bad. I guess the expectation was pretty low at that stage, so it's good. Um, you mentioned a couple of coaches there. Uh, it was pretty tumultuous when you first came into the side, wasn't it? Because um, I think you experienced quite a few coaching changes at league level when you first started. Yeah, I think it was... Yeah, four coaches over ten games, so it wow. um, wasn't sort of something that happens that often. But yeah, at twenty, I think it's nine, twenty years old, where you you see a Robert Pyman leave, and then Gary came and Cameron came in and um, was a caretaker, and then Jack Cale was in for about six or seven games, and then um, then Clay Sampson took over from him. So yeah, it was in the best time of the club, and um, yeah, right now over the last sort of four or five years, Brad Gotch has been there. Uh, when he started, we sort of turned everything around, and we've been reasonably consistent since then. 
Uh, some of those times, is that what's really driving you, Crabby, having seen um, just how bad it was at that point and you're still around now to see the good times? Is that really driving you? Yeah, definitely. definitely makes it a lot easier when you're winning. Um, and it's just something that I guess um, Joel Cross, Nick Little and myself and a few of our senior guys that you look back on and sort of say it wasn't real easy back then, where at least now we've been able to sort of get the standards right and um, but set an example for the younger kids and sort of try and say to them, look, you know, it wasn't always easy. Mm. Let's just make sure we keep on the crack. And we haven't got that premiership yet, but hopefully this year we can get to that. And you got pretty close in 2014, uh, going all the way to the prelim final. A lot of people really enjoyed that run uh, through September, but you just uh, weren't quite good enough against the Magpies on that day. Yeah, no, that's it's definitely a highlight of my career playing in that prelim. Um, and we're, we're playing real well. I think it was probably about 10, 15 minutes of footy in the third quarter where um, Stuart and, and um, Kane Mitchell and a few of them sort of ran rights and kicked six goals where... Yeah, so it's a bit of a bugger, but um, a bit like 2016 where we finished second and went out in straight set. So it just shows how hard it is and you've got to make the most of the opportunities like North did last year. Mm. And there's certainly the feeling around the group that you've still got that core of senior guys, but some really exciting youngsters coming through as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, it's pretty bad blokes like Michael Noel, who's a bit older and come in as a ruck and then... You've got uh, Mark Noble and a few young fellas like Fiddy as well, Liam Fitt, that add that excitement and that speed to the um, the squad. Mm. And you started the year really well, two and zip. is a real genuine belief that um, you can play deep into September. And I guess, yeah, as you touched on there, looking at North Adelaide, the team that beat you in the elimination final, there's no reason why you can't emulate something like that this year. That's right, definitely. So that's what we sort of... Making sure you, the main thing you do is just make sure you look around the mark come, come September. And, you know, we've been able to start pretty well most years. So if we can continue to get a few wins early on, it makes a difference through the uh, middle of the year and towards the end. And a big game against the Tigers for your 200th at the Bay. Um, they've obviously coming off a really strong win against Adelaide. Yeah, definitely. They've been flying. Um, even towards the end of last year, they were winning some good games right at the end. And, um, coming hard for the finals, trying to sort of knock us in, uh, north out. But, yeah, they started well. I mean, just lost to Nord as well, so it's going to be a really tough contest where, you know, they're, they're improving every year and they're going to try and, you know, getting in the finals this year for them will be their goal too. So. Are you going to have your hands full with Lee McBean in uh, your game number 200 or not sure on that yet? Yeah, I'm not sure if it be him or, him or Scott, but, um, yeah, I watched a bit of footage last night of uh, McBean and, yeah, he played pretty well on, I think it was Otten and Fogarty and a few of the backs. So, yeah, so definitely a handful since he's come back after a year off. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure you'll be up to the task with that uh, wonderful iron fist of yours, which we saw uh, used wildly <laughs> against Port Adelaide on the weekend at Alberton. You must be pleased with your solid start to the year. Yeah, it's been good. So, pre-season's been pretty good. The body's been holding up. So, um, yeah, it's good to... Uh, Start well and the, um, the coach is pretty happy and yeah, it's got to keep going and like the rest of the back line, we're pretty consistent back line, pretty, uh, I guess we mature now as well with Price Brown playing his 50th game and he's 20, just turned 26 so he's got his 50th up and can we get on the weekend to be playing that with him and yeah. even Jake Summon who's played a lot of reserves football in the last 
12 day a month really step it up and he's done some real good footy he was on Marshall on the weekend and kept him goalless so mm-hmm. everyone plays their role back there and yeah it's, it's a good time Certainly indeed, uh, Crabby. And uh, off the field, um, we touched on it earlier, um, plumber by trade, but you've got your own business and I understand you're employing a couple of your teammates. Yes, yeah, got uh, young Jaden Kapler and Tom Whittlesey, so could have them on board. And um, I guess sometimes on the weekend, Tom kicks five goals and he sends me a message on a Sunday night saying, mate, can I have tomorrow off because I've made so well. <laughs> so that's a bit... Uh, <laughs> Bit arrogant about him, but um, yeah, I said, no, nah, mate, we need you tomorrow for work, so yeah, so it's you know, just time's a bit of a joke, and so I sort of debriefed about games and games coming up during the week, and yeah, a bit of banter. Excellent. Well, yeah, you always need that to keep things nice and lively and freshen up throughout the long season, but uh, we do appreciate your time, Brad, and uh, once again, congratulations from everyone at Sandful uh, to be uh, joining the Sandful 200 Club. It's a fantastic achievement and uh, certainly a story of perseverance and persistence on your behalf, starting all the way back uh, with the Panthers uh, under-17s in 2003. So uh, thank you very much and all the best against Glenelg on Saturday. Thank you very much for having me on, Jack.